Stunt Podcast. Okay, we're live. This is Matthew, and I'm back with my dude Rizzle for another special interview on the Matthew and Rizzle Show. This week, our guest is going to be a familiar name to longtime podcast listeners. He was on here back in February when his project was just entering the NFT marketplace scene. Since then, they've definitely blown up. And most recently, they've really caught the attention of people, not just within the NFT space, but the broader crypto space for the release of their governance token that goes by the name of Rary. I'm really, really excited to be speaking with Alex, who is PM and co-founder of the NFT marketplace project, Rarible. Welcome to the show again, Alex. Thanks, Matthew. Thank you for inviting me to the show. And I'm so glad to be here for the second time and share all of the updates that we uh, have until till now with, with all of you guys. Thanks. Yeah, let's get into those updates. Since February, uh, the project has really grown. You have hundreds of hundreds of users, creators minting on your platform. So hit us with some high-level metrics and stats like what's growth been like what's the user base like wow us with numbers basically sure um so we went live on november 2019 uh, so when when we talked in february it was like uh, like four months uh, of us live and uh, basically we just um, we at that point we were just taking off and so you got uh, our attention uh, we got your attention um pretty early um so it's great that you're observing that the, the space and uh by by that time we had just like several thousand dollars uh, per month of of uh, cross marketplace volume so uh, and since most of them are initial sales so i can sell i, I can say that at that at that time we we brought uh, to our creators like like yeah several thousand dollars per month and since then we've been growing like more or less 50 to 100% per month it was a steady growth um so it was like 3000 5000 10000 20000 at that at, at some point somebody came um we started attracting large collectors um somebody just came and bought all of the azinachi art uh, at some point it was it was in may i think that skyrocketed uh, his returns uh, on variable uh in terms of user base it was also quite steady so 1000 users uh, per month it was like 2000 no so, oh yeah all, all metrics more or less uh, have been growing like 50% to 100% per month uh and uh, we've been just busy keeping um keeping things uh, shipped uh, continuously new features of course it's a lot of feature requests and we had a lot of ideas of what to implement um, what to implement there. Mm, yeah, like keeping our heads down, developing basically. Yeah, that's that's the basic uh, growth in terms of uh, in terms of numbers since then. Dude, I'm curious to know like what you attribute that uh, rate of growth to because obviously the space has been expanding, but I don't feel like the marketplaces that you're like you know somewhat in competition with have been growing at the 
clip that you guys have. And I feel like you guys do a couple things like really, really well that people are not doing, but, uh, but maybe that's not the reason. And I'm just curious to hear your take on why you guys have, you know, continue to have such exponential growth. Well, uh, I think the main, the main, uh, the main reason for that is that we've always been community oriented. Uh, we've been open to a lot of, uh, uh, to a lot of, uh, uh, creators uh, we, we don't have a pre-moderation and that's that's why we somehow i don't know how we but we kind of uh, got some something like uh, like a com- very loyal community they they've been they've been so great with us i think something like that maybe um I don't want to compare ourselves to Binance, but at some point, I think the mechanic can be can be more or less the same. At some point, Binance started to growing just because they've been a simple, community-oriented, like people's people's exchange, and and I think we may be here um, doing something similar. So we're like people's marketplace. Mm. From a more like hands-on user-based perspective, I mean, as as a non-artist myself, but someone who finally, uh, I guess, like a month and a half ago, minted my first NFT. I, I looked at all the platforms. Um, obviously, I'm excluded from a couple of them because they they whitelist their creators, and then the choice is down to to you and another project, and. Well, first of all, you had all the features that I needed. You had the unlock feature, which is crucial, but. Also, your your UI UX is just so streamlined. <laughs> like, I, like I feel comfortable introducing and recommending Rarible to to people that are just coming into the space, curious about it, because it's so easy to use. It really is. At the end of the day, it's straightforward. There's not like even though you offer a lot of functionality, uh, it's it's pretty simple to use everything. So I feel like that. In addition to the points that you mentioned, making <laughs> Rarible like the people's marketplace, I feel like that usability uh, and just the overall good UI UX is a huge reason for that growth. And it's it's great to see that those solid fundamentals are actually leading to growth. I, I'm curious. I just want to make sure we don't miss any of the other updates that Rarible has added since February before we dive into what I'm really excited to talk about in Rary and the governance token. If you just want to hit folks with some of the other features that you've added uh, since like the unlock feature, which is what we talked about last time, I think that would be cool before we transition. Yeah, uh, of course we, we do. Uh, we do have some, some major, uh, major feature introductions since then, since then, uh, uh, so as as I, as I told before, we don't have a white list of of creators right now, and that that brought us uh, a lot of a lot of um, positive uh, positive effects and negative, of course, just because uh, we we still have some issues uh, that people come and try to uh, and try to to force something. That's why we we introduced the smart reporting system. So, so basically, you can you can report whatever you see, and the team will will quickly assess uh, what's going on here, and, and maybe de- delete it uh, from the marketplace. Of course, not from the blockchain. We can't do that right now. Um, that that's a big one, and the, it was connected to a lot of um, I don't know interesting moments when when there was a big debate on like whether it's an art or whether it's a copy, whether it's a it, it's a reflection on somebody's. Uh, 
work. So there was a lot of a lot of arguments in this space um, that 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 brings us to the to the creation of governance token, of course, to the to the to empowering community with decisions more here. Uh, so that's one of one of the features that we introduced. Another one that was really big one and pretty complicated. It's a multiple minting. So uh, it 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 happened to be a difficult one. It's been in development like I don't know for maybe two months or so. I've been dreaming about this since since we launched. And um, basically, we support uh, ERC eleven fifty five standard for that not just minting like 10 pieces of, of, uh, of the usual NFT 721. Uh, that was quite hard to incorporate uh, and, and keeping the same UX and simple. But I think we accomplished that. Uh, so now you can, you can mint whatever number of uh, NFTs you want, whatever number of additions you want. Like it can be 1 million and that would cost you uh, only one transaction in terms of gas fees. That was a big one, um, and it, it's it's quite popular. We, we do see a lot of a lot of additions uh, of 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 artwork on on the platform. Um, we also experimented with uh, with uh, with some fundraising uh, using this this multiple minting features. Uh, for example, one of our artists. Uh, conducted a fundraising during Black Lives Matter uh, movement. He created like 100,000 pieces um, for sale and then contributed uh, the proceedings to the, to the organization. Um, that's an interesting use case of this multiple minting feature of using it. Um, then a uh, big, really, really big request from our community, we implemented royalties. So the artist who creates a, a work, uh, who mints an NFT, can can uh, can set up a flexible a flexible percentage of royalties. It can be it can be anything from zero to one hundred percent. Actually, uh, I, I do want to see a one hundred percent royalty some at some point. <laughs> I think that's a good uh, experiment, social experiment. <laughs> Mm, yeah, so we can we can um, a person a creator can set up arbitrary royalties um, on his works and and receive them. Uh, that's that's a big ask by our creators. And and one of the probably biggest latest introductions was the verified batch. So uh, we kind of uh, we kind of felt that we do need to highlight some of the original artists. That, that do have a large user base on Twitter that do have uh, some that, that do have uh, a genuine a genuine approach to their works um, so yeah we, we, we introduced the verified creator patch that that is done by the team so it's not whitelisting but highlighting the, the specific authors and and yes and notifications and that was the earliest one I guess. After we after we spoke, because uh, at the, at that point in time you you wasn't able, you you weren't uh, even able to see that you sold something, and yeah, of course we 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 went down on that one. So how did you get to the point where you uh, decided was was the rare token like always in the cards, or did this sort of like come up organically based on like how things had developed? As I remember, we we did have some some thoughts on on launching token uh, back back in the days when we just started. Uh, 
back then it was just uh, not my, not many projects did that at that point so it was kind of just uh, in, in in the backlog for too long we didn't have an exact idea how would that work so um basically the crucial thing that it missed at that point when we think between when we were thinking about uh, introducing this token uh, we didn't thought about uh, making a liquidity mining program at that point and as soon as we came up with this it clicked it clicked and we decided to launch it and can you dig into that concept of marketplace liquidity mining of course well, right now, basically, liquidity bootstrapping mechanisms are quite native to the DeFi space. Uh, we have, we've seen a lot of a lot of things like that coming in the DeFi compound balancer uh, wire. And right now, a lot of projects came up with the more or less the same idea. So they are rewarding their users uh, with the governance token, so they are able to make the decisions of where the platform will go. And I think it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant uh, invention of the whole of the whole DeFi space, just because uh, it creates a positive feedback loop. So uh, you reward the users for whom this platform was created initially. You reward them with the ability to make decisions on where this platform will go next. Uh, so, so that that's one of the best alignment of interests of you as a platform and your users just because that's 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 what you empower your users to decide what what will be implemented and as more users come to the platform to receive those rewards in in the governance token to decide the more popular platform becomes that makes its token more popular that makes more new users coming to the platform so this is this is a brilliant recurse, recursive structure of, of attracting new users of bootstrapping the liquidity to the marketplace uh, because now they have they have an additional reason to come to you and trade not not to come to the to to to, to, to the other marketplace uh defi defi um, projects basically are the money marketplaces so this this liquidity bootstrapping mechanism uh, works uh, quite the same there the more supply side you have the more demand side you have as more demand side you have the more supply side you have and you need an additional reason for this supply demand circulation to grow and this governance token gives you exact exact reason for your users to 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 come on board a lot of a lot of artists came to us after we this after we launched this governance token program uh, so basically it works like uh Every week, uh, a specific number of tokens, in our case, it's 75,000 75, tokens, are distributed among the buyers and sellers of the marketplace uh, according to their volume, according to their weekly volume contributed. So the more you buy or the more you sell on variable, the more tokens by the end of the week you will receive. A lot of people came to the marketplace to trade to receive those rewards because they want to make decisions uh, of the of the future of the platform where they trade. Uh, basically, um, I, yeah, just I, I'll give I'll give here uh, uh, the the line to you here just because I I, I do want to hear some 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 questions. I, I can talk about this uh, for hours. <laughs> 
No, I'm I'm curious, like like how, like what equals what. So I I have stuff in my wallet that I have uh, off of Rarible and woke up to find magic rarity tokens in uh, you know that I was able to claim, and I was super excited about it, and. And to my knowledge, nothing has happened in my wallet in the past week through Rarible, although that may not entirely be true because sometimes people send me things or whatever. And then I just checked today before we hopped on and I had more magic like Rary token in my wallet. So I'm like, this is awesome, man. How do I, what's the most effective way for me to make this continue to appear? Like, is, is it weighted towards like, sellers is it weighted towards people who buy like high-end pieces of art is it more like towards people who buy volume is it like a pretty even split i'm just wondering like you know if i put on my farmer's hat how do i get more of this shit uh that's that's a great question so basically uh let me tell you all of the ways you could receive this rarity token so first two percent of the tokens went to the creators to the sellers of the platform that were always there oh sorry mistake here only one percent of the token went to the creators and and the sellers who were always there on the market list before we launched this governance token so uh when you when you've been doing some some purchases or sales in the early life of uh, of rarible you are eligible to claim now and uh, so we distributed 2%, 1% went, went to the sellers and 1% went to the buyers uh, strictly according to the volume that they made. So uh, so before we launched the governance token, there was like 70, $70,000 uh, of, of total volume on the marketplace during the five, like this uh, six weeks. Um, so we distributed uh, this, this 2% of tokens and uh, uh, to, to, to those people who contributed to, to this volume before it all was announced. Uh, and and the, second, the second option, how you could get it, is the airdrop. We, we announced a massive airdrop to all of the NFT holders that are out there, regardless of their platform, of the platform that they obtain their NFTs from. Uh, in total, 8% of the total supply of rarity tokens are entitled to these NFT holders. Uh, again, this is done uh, with respect to the volume of these NFTs, uh, not, not to the volume, but to the price of these NFTs. In order to, to understand what the price of an NFT is, we, 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 we scan through the blockchain. We, we, we are looking for the sales that were made on chain, for example, on some marketplace or, or in the in-game pre-sale uh, or something like that. We are looking on the on-chain records of the sales and that's how we understand the, the price of an NFT. And we... Uh, we um, reward those users with tokens so if you have an nft that that you uh that you sure was uh, was sold at least once or or or, or was bought uh, you are eligible to claim uh eight percent eight percent of the tokens went there but this happened in in two in two parts so one part four uh, percent we already did it and we reserved another 4% from this 
for everyone who know that they they have NFTs, but they weren't somehow included in, in this in this distribution just because the data isn't ideal. We know that we, we kind of uh, we, we might miss something. So if you if you know that your NFT was bought but you didn't have anything to claim right now, feel free to to fill out the airdrop support form, and and we will include you in the second in the second uh, part of this airdrop. So again, yeah, let me repeat: airdrop for the readable users before the token launch. Then the second part is the airdrop to NFT holders, regardless of the platform that they that they are from. And the third part is marketplace liquidity mining, buy and sell on the marketplace strictly according to the volume. Every week you will receive your distribution. So seventy-five thousand tokens uh, distributed weekly to the total number of people who made the volume to according to their volume buy and sell side are equal here and it's a it's a total run of 25 million is it, I, did i read that correctly from a yes story? yes uh the total the total number of tokens is 25 million so uh the marketplace equity mining will be here for four years uh weekly it's 200 weeks and like a 60% of tokens will be distributed this way. I had heard about the very airdrop maybe a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I, I was like checking my trust wallet, like seeing if it would be deposited automatically into my wallet. And I, I didn't see anything. So I was like, okay, well, I didn't know what the deal was because I was an early collector on Rarible and minted, so, minted that, that one piece that I mentioned. But then only last week uh, at the WIP, at the post-show event, I forget who was talking about the very they were saying how they had like hundreds of very received for their work and that they equated to like hundreds and hundreds of dollars at the time based on the exchange rate of very to eth and i was like what the deuce like where's my very and they they mentioned that you have to go to rarebo.com and then you just claim your tokens and you'll see it like waiting that way and then you can exchange or send wherever and i was like oh damn i, I had no idea the claiming mechanism for the airdrop so i feel like <laughs> that that's like a really important piece to convey to folks like how to how to get that actual airdrop right you're totally right here uh, of course of course uh, 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 let me just dive into why we decided to to make something like that just because uh those those marketplace uh liquidity mining um it's a continuous process uh so so you can receive something this week something next week something uh, the week after this one and if your volume is relatively low then uh then your tokens are then your tokens uh, reward will also be like quite low and potentially if that's lower than the five dollars right now that makes it um that make makes it infeasible to make to run an actual airdrop and and to distribute those tokens to the wallets because we will spend the same five dollars on gas fees to to to, to deliver it to, to your wallet so but uh with the with the process as we go when you need to claim them it can be like you wait for five weeks you accumulate some 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 number of tokens that are entitled to you and then you claim them at once and, and that, that's that's more effective in terms of gas price that definitely makes sense and again at the end of the day since i had hundreds of rare tokens and uh, like last week the exchange was like a dollar 25 a dollar 30 it was like really really amazing i was like oh my god I, I like 
I spent I spent quite a bit on Rarible, but I definitely got a lot back, and it was a, a more than a pleasant surprise. It was really kind of amazing. Obviously, there's a lot of benefits, a lot of pros um, to introducing this sort of governance token. But almost immediately, I saw that there's questions of like wash trading being raised. Some individuals maybe trying to flip back and forth between multiple addresses, particular NFTs. But again, like real quick to your guys' credit, when that was pointed out over on Twitter, I saw the variable team kind of swoop in and mention that they're taking a look at it. But I'm curious, outside of those instances where you kind of like had it brought to your attention, what are some of the steps Rarible is taking uh, on the inside to kind of like preemptively step out in front of this wash trading issue? Curious to hear what you guys are doing to try to prevent that issue from uh, rearing its head. Yeah, it's it's a great topic to 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 speculate on. So, of course, after we introducing the rewards for buyers and sellers, what we see is uh, is an instant reaction of the community that that just goes and then starts to buy and sell from themselves, right? Uh, right now, right now. Uh, we are taking like manual steps towards this. We have a lot of people that are just monitoring all of the transactions and they, 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 they come up with a decision. Is, is this a wash trading or not basically? And uh, our community have been really helpful with that just because there is like 700 pair of eyes right now in the group, in the variable group. Um, so it kind of it kind of works well. It takes a lot of time, but we make sure that no wash trader will ever receive a very a very uh, reward here, and that every genuine trader will do. Um, that's that's where we are now, uh, and uh, we are working on researching some some alternative alternative means to prevent that in terms of. Uh, in terms of the development of the features that would prevent that, I can share the the exact uh, the exact model of, of solving this. Just because uh, we are like evaluating several of them, that might result in a, in a slight change of the token uh, of the token economic of the token distribution, and that will be done again um, with according to our community because the community already matters. The, the community uh, already starts making decisions here. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a kind of uh, tough topic to dive into, but uh, so far it's all working, and and we expect it to, to have a, a more effective a more effective solution in a while. That's awesome, man. Do you are you guys currently like in the midst of getting this coin like perfected, or are you already like on to the next step, or you know where where do things go from here for Rarible? Uh, if you want, man, I got like a, a short list of things I, that I really want from Rarible that <laughs> that would help. But I think you guys are doing a great job, and and I, I feel like you guys are also big picture focused rather than like getting stuck in nuances, which has also been extremely beneficial to you guys. Um, but yeah, man, what's, what's on tap? Ah, what's on tap. Okay. So, um, first of all, if you have a list of features that you want to, that you want to be, want to be implemented. Yeah. Feel free to get to the variable.nolt.io, variable.nolt.io. Uh, it's a platform that we use for, for making feature suggestions. Uh, it's a great one. You, you can, you can vote for the, for the feature, for the feature there. And, and, and sooner or later we will implement the, 
the governance uh, token voting mechanism uh, with those uh, with the decision of making uh, those features uh, uh, go up in, in the in priorities and that's what that's the first one and uh, of course a lot of a lot of our like instant roadmap uh, will be devoted to the to the uh, to the governance process we are in the process of research of which DAO to set up, which decisions to make, how we'll make that decisions, because like the gas price is quite high uh, with a lot of decisions. We will need to, to have a lot of votes and um, like Aragon DAO uh, has on-chain votes and, and that costs a lot of gas. Balancer did another approach. They, they, they have a voting based on signatures that is, that is free. So yeah, it's it's a research phase of of getting of getting set up a great DAO for our users, and I think these early decisions will be will be crucial to the success of this DAO, just because um, this this is what the whole governance token is about about making the decisions and making the correct decisions. We are thinking about liquid democracy here, just because. Uh, uh, in the other DeFi projects, uh, users are more or less native to the to the financial background, uh, to the to, to making the decisions, to making financial decisions of what what, what it's is going to be uh, done uh, with the project. And and we on the other hand, on the other hand, have 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 artists, have people who are uh, who are less native to to these financials. Although I do see how quickly they learn. How quickly they, they 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 become experts in this DeFi, and that really fascinates me. Uh, also, um, yeah. So this is one of the big things here. So, so like governance, experimentation, setting up DAO, governance processes, voting, liquid democracy. This is one one particular field of development here. Uh, another one is that we actively working on discovery on the marketplace. So we, our user base outgrowed this single sheet of, uh, of all of the items that are on the marketplace right now. So we are working on the likes, following, search, um, basic, basically a lot of different means to discover things that you want to buy. Or, or, and that's that's uh, very, very big for, for us. And as always, uh, we are working on, on, on supporting as many means of payments uh, as possible. We do want to introduce fiat payments uh, at, some, at some point in time. So yeah, that's, that's um, basically the roadmap ahead of us. It's going to be really exciting to see how this wearable DAO takes shape. And I think it's really smart the way that you're approaching it up front. Um, you're taking it... Uh, the lightest approach I think you guys can, especially considering like the gas price issues um, heading forward and you're not as heavy handed as for example, like the, the Aragon DAO that you mentioned where every decision is going to be like an expensive on-chain transaction. Um, so I, I think it could be interesting though to kind of unpack or at least elucidate the rights that the token holders, the very token holders have when, like a proposal is made or um, when it's time to vote on something because they don't have like complete control over the direction of rareable, at least at this point. Right. So like for people that do have a lot of rarity token, what is their actual power in the decision-making process versus like rareable, the company right now, how do you balance those two competing sides now? Right, man. 
how do I stack enough rarity to call some shots, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, it's a great question. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people are interested in this one. So uh, we started with the liquidity mining mechanism right now, just because we wanted to distribute those tokens uh, as early as possible to the, to, the, to the community of people who are helping the project to evolve. We wanted to start this liquidity mining mechanism uh, and and it's 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 doing great. We do have a lot of new liquidity. Basically, uh, the metrics of the project spiked like from two to ten x by any metrics that we have inside variable. Uh, and the actual the actual voting rights are would be the following. So uh, of course, the first one, the first initial one, is the uh, obvious uh, f- feedback feedback on the features that needs to be developed. Um, that that's a crucial part uh, for for our governance token holders to direct the um, to direct the team in, in, in to, to some to some direction in which we do want to to continue the development. Um, at first, at first, it will be done in terms of suggestions. So, uh, unlike Compound, who right now has the exact um, like compound proposals are exact code that needs to be executed uh, executed after after the proposal is passed, and uh, we are not there yet. And uh, right now, it will be done as a as a suggestion to the team. What what do users want want to see from the platform? Uh, and the second one will be curation of the platform. So um, we want our our DAO holders uh, to to curate the, the content on the platform. We do want them to decide which which new artists uh, which new artists um, needs needs to be highlighted. There will be a section on the Rarible website that you will be vote for uh, for the for the artwork to, to be listed there. So like uh, other platforms have some curators uh, inside their teams. They, they, are, they are making this decision by themselves and um, it's, it's often non-transparent and we do want this to be done by the community. And uh, last time, Last time, as I was here on podcast, we were speaking about about uh, community-driven moderation of the platform. That that's the the point in which we are we are come close to it, uh, like the closest. Okay, right now we are like as close to this as as possible. Uh, Again, so this this smart reporting feature that I told you about will be will be also uh, uh, the decision on the on the report feature uh, on the reporting and the and, and the banning and the deleting some items from displaying on variable will be also transferred to this to this DAO to the governance token holders. Right, and and in the future, in the future, we will uh, gradually introduce more and more and more decisions to to go with variable uh, as an ultimate as an ultimate goal. The way I see it, so it will be an upgradable protocol, and um, 
with the governance token holders will be able to vote on upgrades to a specific version of a contract here. And uh, we will use a graph protocol as a backend or any other, any other solution to use as a backend. We will have an open source front end that will be listed on, on the ETH is uh, ENS domain or any other domain. So, so as I see, the space is is moving towards towards allowing a complete decentralization of the platform. So, if we have an open source front end, if we have a protocol, if we can make this all belong to the DAO, then then the ultimate goal would would be that like the complete decentralization of the platform. Dude, that's awesome. I, I feel like the community-focused approach is huge and something that we've also collectively talked about uh, together. And I, I feel like allowing anybody the opportunity to get on your platform is something that we really haven't seen in scale since, like, additional came around. And I always think back to this conversation that I was having with Sparrow about, like, how important of a role that is to have a decentralized platform where anyone can get on and just play around and, and how a lot of the artists that are really, really big in this space wouldn't be today had they not had uh, you know, a platform like you guys are giving people to just let people run wild with whatever ideas they want and let the community decide what, uh, you know, what works and what doesn't and what's okay and what's not. And um, you guys just seem like you're making a great example, dude. On my short list of things, I would love to search for verified artists only. I, I thought that was like a great idea and, and something, something that's like super necessary for a platform like yours. And, uh, and it's, you know, I'm sure it's on the list or something. I haven't checked it out. I'll definitely like send you uh, some suggestions or whatever. But I think you guys are doing an awesome job uh, as a collector. Uh, yeah, there's a couple like search engine type of things that would make my experience a little bit better. But the other thing that I really, really enjoy about your platform is I feel like it's one of very few places where you can truly go hunting for really awesome, affordable pieces of art. And I think a lot, especially with the gas prices, a lot of the uh, OG platforms have sort of priced themselves out of a lot of people's equation with like, uh, you know, the, the bottom rung of prices being somewhere around 20, 25 bucks. And there are a lot of people, including myself, who would sometimes rather, you know, get three or four pieces of cool art from lesser known people than just one piece from, uh, you know, a run of 30 from uh, someone who's, you know, gained a little more fame at this point. So, um, I don't know, man, that was sort of a ramble, but I think you guys are doing a lot of like really cool things, right, that a lot of people should pay attention to. Um, and uh, yeah, man, we'll, we'll continue to farm Rary and uh, poke around over there. Totally. The, the one thing I wanted to, to leave you guys with, um, and I think this is like the dark horse in Rarible's corner that other NFT marketplaces haven't been as proactive in, in thinking about heading forward. But I know right now it seems like the majority of users on all of these platforms are uh, crypto artists, but Rarible from the early days has definitely had uh, a much more diverse user base in mind as they're building out the, the platform. I'm curious, like, have you seen any like non-crypto artists start to use Rarible in any meaningful number? Like, who do you anticipate the next major type of user to be uh, that hops on Rarible heading forward? As, as I see it right now, 
we are kind of merging the DeFi space and the NFT space. So uh, this this rare token and the governance token uh, and the governance token sentiment is uh, mostly native to the to the crypto native. Um, to the crypto native users that's why uh, what we see right now is a lot of engagement from existing users from existing crypto native people yeah that's that's what we are seeing right now but uh what we do want to cover is the asian markets basically that's that's the the big take for us that we are going to uh, NFTs are quite native to the Asian markets and we do want to see a lot of new people coming from there. And of course, we have everything for them for them to be onboarded just because uh, this, this easy to use interface is what allows you, it's what allows us to, to go for new markets and, 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 and like hunt for the users, hunt for the new users, hunt for the, for the uh, new, new segments and, and onboard them as quickly as possible. Totally. Uh, Rizal, did you have any questions you want to finish up with? Yeah, man. What what do you, uh, we're obviously all like uh, fans of this space. What do you what do you collect on the side, or is there any like artist or project uh, outside of your own that you've been uh, you know checking out or accumulating or anything like that? Right now, I've been so busy with heads down developing the platform, so uh, I, I can I can highlight something something else. I've been seeing a lot. Uh, Maybe um, I, I'd like to to, to give um, to give big big thumbs up to the guys from Zerion um, that are launching a new version of their platforms and the DeFi market cap things that they are doing is also great. And um, take a look at the DeFi market cap. Uh, the number of the total DeFi market cap is going to rise at soon, like pretty, several several times, right? Yeah, well, just like the first time we spoke with you, uh, the second time has been a real eye-opener. <laughs> I'm such a fan of Rarible because of its experimentation uh, and then the success that you guys are garnering because of that experimentation and being the, the industry leaders and trying out a lot of new things and not being afraid uh, to, to kind of deal with some of the blowback that comes with with doing new things and pushing the boundaries of of what's possible and what people think is like should be the way to do things. So again, like hats off to to you and your team, and thank you for taking the time to hop on to the Matthew and Rizzle show to talk to us about Rarible. Wish you the best of luck and keep on creating. Uh, thank you for having me. Podcast. Let them know, y'all. Sent Podcast.